Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hi there, I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks so much for joining us here on another edition of Real Golf Radio. The PGA Tour wrapped up their regular season and the playoffs with uh, crowning the FedEx Cup champion in Patrick Cantlay, who captured the Tour Championship at Eastlake as well as the FedEx Cup. Congratulations to Patrick. Also, the uh, Solheim Cup wrapped up. The Corn Ferry Tour wrapped up their finals and handed out another 25 PGA Tour cards. And Captain Steve Stricker announced his six captain's picks and the team is complete for Team USA for the upcoming Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. And we've got all of that to talk about and more. There certainly is a lot of discussion around the picks and those who were not picked as well. So we'll get into that. Jeff Babineau, a senior uh, golf journalist, will join us. He'll be writing and covering the Ryder Cup for Ryder Cup and PGA.com. Also, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy for some uh, quick insights and opinions, and we'll get further analysis on Whistling Straits as he makes one last trip in preparation for the Ryder Cup coming up later this weekend, as will the players as they prepare as a team for the upcoming Ryder Cup. But exciting times, uh, to say the least. Bonus coverage, it feels like, after a crazy season and a great playoff events, and now you get a little bonus coverage as we look forward to this Ryder Cup. Bob, I know when we look, get uh, rolling around to a April every year, how excited you are about the Masters. You and I both love that event. And, you know, really 1A and 1B, if you will, in golf uh, events for us is the Masters every April and the Ryder Cup every two years. Uh, it is. Uh, like, you, like you talked about, you know, opening the show, we've had some exciting golf. We've had exciting playoffs. Uh, Patrick Cantley, Nerves of Steel when it comes down to it, uh, against some big players in Bryson DeChambeau and John Rahm. And then now we, you know, we've got a week off. We find out who the, who the captain's picks are and, uh, and then another week. And then I, 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 I'm, I'm bummed. It's not next week. I'm too (laughs) excited. I want it. I want it to happen now, but, uh, it's going to be good. Um, the team's going, all caddies and all players are going on, uh, tomorrow and, 
and Monday to play practice rounds and uh, get some work done. It's going to be pretty cool, and it's going to be pretty fun to watch. I'm excited. I'm with you. I want it to be here, but I also don't want it to be here yet because once it's here, then it's over, and then we got to wait <laughs> another two years. We've waited three. I'll wait yes. another couple of weeks, and the anticipation and the excitement around the Ryder Cup is real. Can't wait. Really, really good stuff. We'll get into it all next. Thanks for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. You'll hear from Steve Stricker, the captain's picks and more as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. Chromesoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks so much for joining us. 
Today is a special day as we commemorate and look back 20 years ago on what was a horrific scene and a moment that we will never forget in our history, in our country, which was 9-11-2001. And I know, Bob, that uh, impacted everybody differently. And while we don't have the time or the format to spend necessary here on this show, uh, could, you know, maybe take just a moment here for a little silence here on the radio, 10 seconds to remember and contemplate those that we lost and the memories of that day 20 years ago. Thank you. Uh, It's never easy for me to know how to think back on that. I know there's a lot of documentaries and things going on. I was uh, supporting a New York City-based sales team at the time uh, Mm -hmm. from uh, an office here in Utah and uh, was on the phone with one of my sales associates when he said, Brian, I've got to go. I think something just happened downtown. And uh, that then, of course, we turned on the, the television and saw how it all unfolded. It was very impactful for me. It's hard for me to watch. In fact, I can't watch the documentaries. It's still so real and raw. That was something that I'll never forget. And, um, you know, I, in my mind, I honor the heroes of that day that saved so many lives and risked their lives and gave their lives. Yeah. And also honor the memories of those whose lives were lost who never had the opportunity uh, to be saved. It was, it was, it was a, it was a really, really difficult day and still a very, very difficult memory for me, Bob. Yeah. It's uh, you know, when you're talking about um, things that happen like this, it's, it's a, it's a humbling kind of um, horrific type of thing that happened in our nation's history. Um, One of my dad's favorite quotes was um, serving other people. Um, And when you're serving up other people, you're serving um, you're serving God. And, um, and that's what those people did when they rushed into those towers to help those people that were, that were trapped in there. And so when we think about things like that, think about, um, uh, what, what really impacts people's lives and that's being a service to them and making sure that, that you help others, especially at this time in our country. Yeah, there's no, that's a very good comment, Bob. And, and I will say that, I, as, as horrific and difficult as that was, the rallying and the feeling of solidarity as a country yeah. in yeah. the days and weeks and months, you know, even a couple of years after, um, yeah. was, was really nice. You know, it was uh, unifying. You know, we, we were all one and everyone would do anything to help anyone. And uh, I, 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 do, I do hope we can have more of that, you know, in, and less petty discussions and, right. uh, and, and criticisms about one another and more helping one another as those heroes did that very day. That's the memory I want to honor and, and feel. And it's, uh, and everyone, it's different. It's personal to everyone. And we understand that. So however you remember, however you grieve, however you honor, um, thank you for taking the time to do that here on the 20th anniversary. Hard, harder to imagine it's been 20 years, but yeah. since that day, uh, 9-11, 2001. All right, uh, with that, and again, 
Not that we could do it justice here on a radio show, but we're going to move forward uh, just as America did following that tragedy. And we're going to talk more of the Ryder Cup. Uh, it's exciting things, exciting times uh, in uh, in golf and, and a nice rallying cry as well as an individual sport, 12 individuals coming together, representing red, white, and blue in USA in the uh, biannual matches that is known as the Ryder Cup. It's coming up in just two weeks in Whistling Straits, Kohler, Wisconsin. Steve Stricker's the captain, and here was his announcement of the six picks that would be joining the six automatic qualifiers after consulting with not only those top six players, but with my vice captains uh, and our analytic team scouts, uh, my captain picks are Daniel Berger, Harris English, Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, and Jordan Spieth. There you go, Captain Stricker with the announcement. Those are the six. Bob, your initial reactions when you heard Stricker make those announcements and those picks. Well, well, I thought it was, I thought it was great. We already knew who the six were um, in Morikawa and DeChambeau and, uh, you know, Patrick Cantley and Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka and, and Dustin Johnson. But the next, you know, the next four guys um, – all the way to 10 were guys that we figured would come right off the list. Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Jordan Spieth, Harris English. And then the, and then there were the two other guys that we kind of didn't quite know who they were going to be or we speculated on. Um, Daniel Berger is a great pick. Um, he's a guy that's a bulldog. He's a guy that wants to get right in your face, I think, with with golf. And and that kind of thing. And then Scotty Scheffler, I think it's a great pick, too. And and one of the reasons that that he was really or stood out to those guys is because of the match play, the WGC match play this last spring when um, he beat John Rahm um, and he beat uh, uh, Ian Poulter and he beat Jason Day um, in the match play. And he lost to uh, Billy Horschel in the finals. So here's a guy that uh, that has already stepped up. He he is a good match player. He hits it long, and the golf course is right up his alley. Well, I think that was the common thread is the golf course. I think there were a lot of people who thought Kevin Nash should deserve a pick, Kevin Kisner, tough to be named Kevin and trying to make the Ryder Cup team this year apparently. But, you know, uh, that it was evident that, the stats suggested and the captains felt that the best picks and the best players for their yeah. best chance to win were those that could hit it a long way off the tee because that's exactly what Whistling Straits called for. So uh, it, that that was pretty evident, and, and I understand why they did that. At, at the end of the day, Bob, though, you got to make some putts, man. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, watching the Solheim Cup and the European team and the way they just filled it up, you know, and there were plenty of putts made by the Americans as well, but it just started making me nervous. And, you know, it just be, it just seems like every single year uh, the the Europeans, when, when the Ryder Cup rolls around, they just go, oh, yeah, it's the Ryder Cup. It's time to make everything we look at. And they, they just take down a, a team in Team USA that on paper should be dominating. I mean, you look at the our, our all of our 12 players are in the top 21 in the official world golf ranking. I mean, yeah. that is a stacked team. 12 of the top 21, Bob. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and yet, I find myself saying the U.S. is the underdogs in this because of the way the Europe, Team Europe has dominated these matches over the last two decades. Yeah, it, they have beat us around quite a bit. Um, they have made putts after putts after putts. 
and uh, and we haven't really done that um, to speak of in the Ryder Cup for quite a while. So, um, but I like I like the team, I like the strength, I like that there are six veterans and six rookies. Um, I think the infusion of younger players or new players to the format is great because at some point you've got to get there with um, some new blood. So I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just feeling really good about our team right now and the way it's going to shape up. Here's what uh, Captain Stricker said about those rookies. You know, we're looking for the best players uh, to perform here at Whistling Straits, and these six guys um, that we picked, we feel like fit Whistling Straits to a T. We, we've done some analysis of those rookies uh, since 2008, and. And U.S. rookies are a 40, 29, and 17 record in Ryder Cup. So uh, rookies fare very well in this uh, type of format, and we're excited to have these rookies. There you go. Steve Stricker talking about it. Interesting enough, of those 27 lost points, 10 of them came three years ago in Paris at the hands of captains. Well, not not necessarily rookies. I guess that doesn't qualify. I was thinking more than captains picks. Never mind. Scratch that thought. But rookies uh, playing well. Tony Finau, the rookie, winning two of those points in France three years ago. We'll talk more about this. Jeff Babineau will join us coming up next. Veteran golf journalist. He's writing for RyderCup.com and PGA.com, covering this event coming up in two weeks. We'll get his thoughts, and then you'll hear from the players some of their comments about being picked on this Ryder Cup team next as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoopsvision.com Vision.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you as we continue talking about the picks at the Ryder Cup. And uh, pleased to welcome in our good friend. He's a veteran golf journalist, and he'll be covering the Ryder Cup for RyderCup.com as well as PGA.com. They couldn't get a better guy. Uh, Jeff Babineau joining us now. Hey, Jeff, how are you, man? I'm good. Good to, good to be with you guys. Yeah, good to, good to chat with you again. And it's been a big week, so we don't have a tournament to talk about per se this weekend, but... A lot's happened in the last several days as we saw the conclusion of the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship, the Solheim Cup, the uh, Corn Ferry Tour, and 25 cards there. And, you know, it's, and then, you know, Ryder Cup captains picks. So uh, I want to get into all of that briefly, but just can we start with the Tour Championship and your thoughts on how that all uh, came down and, and uh, with Patrick Cantlay just not flinching? I mean, it was some really good golf. Yeah, it really was. I mean, you look at the shots he was hitting down the stretch, and John Rahm didn't seem to be missing shots down the stretch, and it, it was a good showdown. You know, it's people comment about the format, and you know, we got rid of the, the points were too confusing. You couldn't keep track of it. Uh, this new format's certainly different. You know, it turns it into a bit of a net tournament, but I always settle in after that first day, and it kind of feels, yeah. you know, the scores are low after one day, but it feels kind of natural, and you know how to follow it, and off you go. So. Uh, the only issue I have with that event now is that if the guy with the 10 under lead plays well, it, it can take a lot of drama out of it in a hurry. But we, we've got an exciting finish, and, and we've got a worthy champion in Patrick Cantlow. Yeah, it seems like uh, somebody always kind of gets after it and, and goes after it as far as the guys that are that are behind, and John Rommel was able to do that. He shot 14 under over the four days it was it was pretty amazing to watch him play golf and put the pressure on Cantley. yeah it was great he had a great season I mean you look at all the times we saw John John Rahm in the hunt this year and he had one win that's amazing mm. uh you know 15 top 10 that was the most since DJ I think in 15 16 so that's, that's a whole lot of time to be contending you know he had the odd circumstance that Memorial, where he's up by six going into Sunday and probably wins there. Uh, but he had a great year. And I, and I understand if people want to vote him player of the year, I understand it. I mean, I, honestly, in two of Patrick Cantlay's victories, Rom outplayed him, right? So 
it, it's just the odd way that one falls. Uh, Canley ends up with four wins and, and the FedEx Cup, and Rom ends up with one win and, and a great season. But uh, I'm, I'm sure he kind of wish he got a little bit more out of it. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one, and we all love John Rom, except for next week uh, during the Ryder <laughs> Cup, or I guess two weeks away during the Ryder Cup, uh, at least yeah. the American fans. But uh, he's going to be he's going to be tough to reckon with. I mean, the guy's obviously on top of his game. He's you know he's just playing some some stellar golf, and um, that's it's going to be fun. We'll we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. In fact, let's uh, before we do that though, Solheim Cup wrapped up. I, I wondered what you thought. It was. You know, it was a Monday finish, a Labor Day finish, which I understand not wanting to compete head-to-head with that final round of the FedEx Cup. But uh, still, Mondays are a little bit hard, especially on a holiday uh, for, for, for people that are kind of out on the go and, and that type of thing. But at the end of the day, uh, the, the yeah, European team is stacked. I mean, there's some serious talent there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They played great. Europe, Europe played great. They made more putts. I mean, it's always, uh, it sounds so cliche and so basic, but they did. And uh, they, they played great and pulled it off. But it was exciting. I, I actually, I was watching a lot of golf through the weekend. I found myself watching more mm. Solheim probably than I did the Tour Championship. I mean, I, I love match play. I love it when it's close and there's a little drama there. And, uh, you know, it got, it got interesting with what happened with Nelly Corda <laughs> and, uh, on the green there earlier in the matches. And, and yeah, and you just felt for Europe as an underdog. I mean, they were a true underdog on on U.S. soil with no fans in the crowd, basically. It was just those 12 players and the, and the captains. And uh, for them to pull it off uh, on U.S. soil, I thought it was pretty impressive. So is it going to be any different with the Ryder Cup? Is it, Are they going to be able That's to have the more question. fans there? there? Oh, sorry. There I, is a... Yeah, I have a feeling more, more Europeans. They'll find their way there, or, or maybe Europeans that live here in the States or something. I, it was just odd to see it so quiet from the European side in the, uh, in the Solheim cup. Uh, but there was just, you know, there was no one there. I mean, the, the, the stands were packed and it was pretty much all U S support. So, uh, yeah, that was interesting. I think it will be, you know, I mean, you think of the atmosphere at, at Hazel team that we saw, I don't know if I've ever seen more people on a golf course than that. And that was heavily, you know, hit, uh, tilted toward the U S. So I think we'll see something similar for sure. It's going to definitely, uh, be a be a 13th player for the U.S., that's for sure. Jeff Babineau joining us here. And the question I thought Bob was going to ask is it going to be the same thing in the Ryder Cup with the Team Europe just making everything. It, You know, yeah. we, we were on that press conference this week. The captain's picks were announced, and I know we're jumping ahead of that just a little bit, but I couldn't help but think, what is it, you know, Stricker was asked a lot about, you know, how he came up with his picks and whether the data from scouts.com played into it. And, you know, he talked about his gut feel and, you know, all of those types of things were – um, were, were, were things that were in consideration, but I just can't help but wonder what is it that it does any of that matter? Does any of that actually yeah, make right. a difference? Because it, it, regardless of whether we've had a task force or this six picks, four picks, three picks, two, it, it just seems like when the Ryder Cup comes around, European players show up and just make a lot of putts, and it's it's kind of discouraging. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely discouraging. You know, they get the early leads. Uh, I mean, they're going to open with a foursome section. I don't think that does us a whole lot of favors. Um, but, yeah, as you say, I mean, I guess the numbers mean something leading in. They, they help you with some kind of barometer, right? But then you get to the Ryder Cup and you just watch guys that you don't see knock down putts all the time, knocking down putts. I mean, I, I'll never forget the last three holes for Justin Rose and Medina. Oh. 
you know, he's going to lose to Phil Mickelson on 17 and rolls in that 45-footer, but but he made putts on 16 and 18, too. And, I mean, yeah. afterward, we, I remember sitting with him afterward up on the on the, on the dais and just asking uh, about uh, how, how that happens. And he, he's almost like a shrug of his shoulders. You know, they just seize the moment. And Sergio makes putts at the, the Ryder Cup. And, and we've seen more putts out of Ann Poulter than we can see in three lifetimes. So it's, <laughs> it's true. And, and, you know, this U.S. team is stacked, right? It's stacked certainly world ranking-wise. I think the average is a little over, like, 9.08 for world ranking, which is incredible for a 12-man team. And uh, But they don't, I don't think they have a lot of putters, honestly. It's kind of interesting. An interesting mix. A, a lot of great putters, at least by the numbers. So I think how that sorts out uh, with some strengths is going to be really, really interesting. Well, you know, Patrick Cantlay, he's he's shown us a lot of putting right. over the last yeah. couple of weeks. Um, no doubt. And, uh, you know, Xander Shoffley's made him when he's needed to, and Jordan Spieth, and one of the guys that's going to be on the team is uh, Scotty Scheffler, and he's got a pretty good yeah. stats as far as putting is concerned. So, um, you know, when you think about it, you know, we know who the top six were. Uh, that was settled the week before. But, you know, you go down off the list, you pick, he t- picks the next four, Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, and then it was kind of two outliers. Um, your thoughts right. about his pick of Daniel Berger and Scotty Scheffler? I, I like the picks, you know. I, I like the picks. I mean, I, I think, you know, with Patrick Reed, you know, obviously he has a little bit of baggage coming with him on this team. And, when, and without a, a natural partner in Jordan Spieth, you've got to figure out what you're going to do with him. Uh, he, and he's been a great Ryder Cup player. I mean, he's fierce. He's a he's one of those guys who gets in and knocks down putts. And, and you could argue he might be our best Ryder Cup player since the days of, you know, your dad out there and, and uh, Lanny Watkins and those guys. We, we went, you know, we've gone decades without great Ryder Cup players with, with great records. You know, Tiger didn't do it. Phil didn't do it. Jim Furyk had a bad record. And Stricker had a bad record. And, uh, you know, whereas on the other side, you have so many great Ryder Cup players. So uh, it is interesting with Spieth. I, I mean, with Reed leaving him out of the mix, you know, players had input. I'm sure they, you know, that's how they kind of felt. Maybe they didn't want as much drama. And I, I was, I'm all for the players they took. You know, I think Daniel Berger is a tough competitor. Uh, I think he's dying to get there in, in there and match play. And, and I was, I was glad to see Scotty Scheffler, you know, if we had gone with a Webb Simpson, it seems like kind of the old boy network where we're going with, with you know, uh, I mean, a great player, great putter, but we're going with guys that have had chances before and we haven't got it done with them. So I like the fresh blood of a Scotty Scheffler. Uh, you know, finished. He, he made a great run in the match play. You know, he tied Xander there. He beat Rom there. He beat Poulter there. He beat Jason Day there. I think that should count for something. And, and uh, so, I, you know, as you say, the first four wild cards were people we expected to see. And the last two were a, a bit of a, you know, we'll, let's see who they pick out of maybe a half dozen guys. And I was comfortable with who he went with. Yeah, Jeff Babino joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I think there's a lot of good comments there. And I think the, the very same thing, Babs, if – you know, if he'd gone with some of the same guys because they've known each other for a long time and piled around, I, I just that that can't be the direction that we go. I love the fact. Let's say we lose yeah. another one, right? At least Scotty Scheffler's getting in there and getting some 
uh, as a young player, some experience. And I think you have, at least I've seen that from the Europeans that they've nurtured and brought along this next generation right. of guys. The, the second thing I want to bring up is you mentioned great rider cuppers. That is such a great point. And while you can love Patrick Reed for the way he and Rory went at it at Hazeltine and the way he mixes it up and, you know, but you can dislike him for the, the sand and the other things that he gets involved with and some of the comments and stirring it up with the players, you know, what he has become a great Ryder Cupper. Which of these guys, not even just the six picks, but the 12 players here, do you see with the potential to become a great Ryder Cupper? Well, I mean, Justin Thomas certainly got out to a nice start in Paris. I think, you know, with the U.S. losing there, he was overshadowed, but, you know, he went four and one, I believe, and it took down Rory in singles. Uh, you know, he's got a chance. I mean, you know, Tony, who we always watch, Tony's got, he, he took down it and made a big statement, I think, when he, he um, took down Tommy Fleetwood, who was 4-0 at the time in Paris. So they, they at least got off the nice starts. And, you know, even in a losing cause, they'll come to this Ryder Cup with a little bit of momentum, right? Even in a losing effort in Paris. So uh, those those guys have a chance. Spieth is, his record's okay. He has a chance to do it. Um you know, some of these other guys that we've watched in the past from these losing teams, I mean, Tiger and Phil and Furyk, those guys just could never get out from under those records. And the the thing I see in the Ryder Cup is these guys always, they want to treat it like, you know, hey, let's be loose. Let's act like we do in the President's Cup. But the truth is it just means a little more. You know, there's more tradition there. And when the stuff starts going badly on the first day or the afternoon session, I think these guys look around and go, oh, no, here we go again, because they've all been there, and yeah. they've all lost a bunch. And uh, I, that's why I love a guy like Scotty Scheffler, no scar tissue there. Daniel Berger, he hasn't lost the Ryder Cup. And, and really, what's a rookie at the Ryder Cup? Is Xander Shoffley really a rookie? Uh, I don't really consider him with all those big major finishes and all that. So I, I'm all for the fresh blood. I think it's a good move, and I think it does nothing but help the U.S. cause. Yeah, and even with the guys that have qualified, you know, there's still going to be six guys, five or six guys that are going to be first-timers as far as Ryder Cups are concerned. But um, have you heard anything, or or is there anything going around about Kepka and his wrist and that kind of stuff? Yeah, nothing yet. Uh, I mean, that was quite a Rudy hit, and, and the video of that was awful to watch. Um, and, and Stricker said yesterday it's just too early to, uh, to tell and, and to have a plan in place. But, you know, I, they've got to have somebody kind of waiting by here. And, and who knows? Maybe, you know, he did say his first call he made was to Patrick Reed. So, I mean, if that was the guy that was, you know, 12B, maybe he is the guy that comes in out of the bullpen and he'd be fired up. And, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, Reed in a day decided, yeah, I'll go and fill in at the uh, at the Olympics. And, and, you know, travel halfway across the world. He loves his country that much, and uh, maybe he's the guy. But at this point, you know, Strick is holding out hope for Kepka, and um, and uh, right now all of them, you know, all 12 players, all 12 caddies are expected to be on site Sunday and Monday for practice session, team bonding stuff, and, and that's a big buy-in from this group. So, uh, you know, hopefully Kepka is healthy enough to play. 
Listen to you, Jeff. I can already see it now. You know, it's a comic book, right? <laughs> With, uh, you know, uh, Kepka says, you know, cut me, Mick, cut me. And here comes Patrick <laughs> Reed out of the phone booth in the red, white, and blue cape and steps up and wins, goes 4-0 oh, uh, in the matches, he forms, right? forms the bad boy pairing with Bryson. <laughs> Patrick and Bryson out there. Uh, yeah. you, you want a piece of me that's what <laughs> he, and, he and bryson will be out there let's let's go so ripping his shirt open oh yeah. man i love it oh, that's right oh, that's well, good stuff i'm guessing rory wouldn't want to see him singles again yeah probably probably not probably not hey, so how do you think we can get patrick cantley and john rom together in singles since cantley's been able to take yeah take down the big guys i know that'd be fantastic right uh I love the way Cantley goes about it. I mean, he's and he's he's a real he's turned into a really good interview. Um, just an interesting guy, you know. He's a pretty thoughtful guy, and he, he knows he's got the the you know sour face going on out there. Uh, I think one of the days he said he arrived at the tour championship, and the security guard said, "Bad day," and he's like, "No, I'm having a great day." But um, <laughs> yeah, just a different guy, and uh, it, we're seeing out of him what we expected to see when he was a 2011 Walker Cupper, right? Um, he's gone through a lot, and yeah, maybe maybe he's going to be a great Ryder Cupper, right? Uh, he's so steady; he's one of those guys that could just wear you out being steady. So I, I wouldn't want to play that guy in match play. I know that. Well, I'm looking for that next Anthony Kim. I'm looking for that, mm. you know, next. Uh... Keegan Bradley, I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm looking for one of these guys. And yet they, they were obviously AK is a different story, but, but, you know, even Keegan was a little short lived. I just, man, you just thought that was yeah. going to be our guy. So I could see Scheffler kind of stepping up there. I could see Shoffley. I mean, by the way, if we don't have a Shoffley Scheffler matchup, I don't know what we're thinking. You know, we're missing the boat, but, but I, Colin Morikawa too. Well, I could see, you know, as you talk fire, right? You want to see fire. You want to see when Coulter makes a 10 footer and just, Stands on the green, staring at us. Uh, Berger could be that guy. Mm, yeah. I mean, he's got he's got a swagger to him. You know, he he seems like a guy who's won ten times out there, even though he hasn't. So, you know, he could be a guy. We we don't have that guy whose best event is the Ryder Cup. Maybe, maybe you could say it for speed for uh, Reed, maybe, but uh, we don't have that guy. And they have a whole bunch of those guys. Mm. They just reel them off. You know, Rose and Garcia and Monty and. Uh, Luke Donald Poulter, Luke Donald yeah. Poulter. They they just have the guys who step up and, and build a legacy in this event, and we just haven't had guys build a legacy in this event. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's with six newcomers in there. I mean, certainly there's opportunity. Mm. Anyone named Molinari? Uh, we could keep going down the list. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Tommy five Fleetwood. To not even, <laughs> yeah, five and out to not even being. A consideration is going on. Yeah, right? Exactly. That's yeah. unbelievable. Well, it will be fun. We'll be breaking it down over the next couple of weeks. We'll be looking for your stories on RyderCup.com and PGA.com. And always a pleasure to have you on the show. All right, guys. Always a pleasure to be with you. Thank right. you. Thanks, Jeff Babino joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Follow him online on Twitter and on uh, RyderCup and PGA. Com. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll hear from some of these guys. Some of the sound from uh, their captain's picks coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. 
It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weisskopf-designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Thanks so much to Jeff Babineau for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. A lot to unpack in his comments and what makes a great Ryder Cup. Or we'll ask the caddy about that coming up on the back nine, hour number two. But uh, first, as we mentioned and teased, a chance to hear from the players and their thoughts on being picked for this Ryder Cup team. Captain Steve Stricker making his picks earlier this week, and we had an opportunity to be part of that press conference. Here's some of the comments, beginning with Harris English. Yeah, I just want to say how excited I am to, to make this team. It's, it's been a goal of mine uh, since I first turned pro, and uh, to be able to play for Captain Stricker is going to be an unbelievable experience. But uh, I didn't know that uh, being 32 was considered all these days, but uh, – like Strick said, uh, this is my 10th year on tour, and I've uh, been around this game a lot and, and dealt with some adversity that everybody's going to deal with in this game, and I, I think that's big for match play because obviously you're going to be down in a couple matches and you got to climb back, you got to grind it out, and I, I feel like I'm really good about that, and um, I feel like I get along with everybody on the team and I can play with anybody, and uh, Looking forward to, to the challenge of Western Straits and uh, looking forward to putting some points on the board for, for the U.S. All right, there you go. That was Harris English. Bob, your thoughts yeah. on the pick of Harris English for this team? Well, I you know, this guy has played well this year. He's a two-time winner. And so uh, even though this will be his first Ryder Cup, 
Um, he finished 10th in points, and we talked about that, you know, those next four guys that we thought were going to be right there. So, um, it, you know, it's, it's a guy that he's a guy that hits the ball long. He's a guy that putts well. Um, and like he said, just in his comments, Steve Stricker said the same thing. He can play with a lot of players. So that's why he's a guy that really fits in well here. Daniel Berger, another pick for captain Steve Stricker. And here's his thoughts on Strick as a captain. Of course, he had some experience with that. Well, I think he's a great leader from the experience that I've had, uh, the uh, president's cup at Liberty national and, um, he makes it about the players, which I think is, is very important in the, in the team environment. So um, I'm, I'm very grateful for uh, the opportunity to be alongside him and, and represent the United States of America and, and look to, uh, to put some, some points on the board for, for Team USA. Daniel Berger did have success yep. at Liberty National as a President's Cupper. Quiet guy, but don't overlook him and his, his tenacity for this type of an event. Yeah, and Stricker was the captain at that President's Cup in 2017 at Liberty National, and Berger was the one who had the winning point for the U.S. team to put them over the top. He's also won a couple of times in the last year, 18 months, um, won, at, won at, uh, at Colonial, and then he won this year at AT&T. So he's a guy that uh, I think is um, really gutsy as a competitor. He's a guy that's not going to let things get in his way, and he wants to put it in your face. Yeah, don't forget, uh, fifth in strokes gained approach the green, 11th in strokes gained total. So it's a ball striker, which is what you have to have. Tony Finau, excited to get the captain's call. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm honored to join this team and uh, join my captains and uh, my fellow teammates. It's, uh, it's quite an honor to represent the USA, the red, white, and blue. So I'm looking forward to whistling straights. Um, I think some of the experiences I, I can draw back on are just um, you know, some of the wins I had in, in, uh, in Paris, you know, to, uh, that I had put on the board and, um, and kind of draw from those experiences to, to help bring the cup back to the U S. So, um, it's fun being part of these teams and, um, it's, it's awesome for me to, to make my second team. And, um, and again, just join these great group of guys. Uh, I, I didn't know 32 was old, Harry, I'm going to turn 32 next week. So I guess I'm going to be right there with you as one of the older guys on the team, but, uh, to join these young guys and, um, in this group and, and, and our captains, I'm extremely excited and, and honored to be a part of this team. And, um, we're gonna, well, we're gonna go over, you know, it's, it's great to be home and we're gonna get there and, and get the job done and, and bring the cup back. So I'm excited to be part of the squad. Tony Fino, happy birthday next week, turning 32 yeah. years young. This is a guy we know really well and certainly someone that we would pick for our, our Ryder cup team. Definitely two zero and one as a rookie. He won two one and zero. Two one and zero. Excuse me. Two one and zero, and he beat Tommy Fleetwood, who at the time in singles was four and zero for the week. So um, gets his second win at the Northern Trust. He's playing well. He continued to play well the next week and in the tour championship. I'm excited to see Tony play. I think that win was critical for him to make the team. It it, it uh, legitimized and solidified his place, and he has the opportunity to lead this young group as the next great Ryder Cupper. All right, Xander Schauffele, uh shares his thoughts on making this team. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I mean, I just first off want to thank Strick and and all the the captains for you know picking me and, and believing me uh, to be on this team and. I'm excited to run with all these boys. A lot of familiar faces. Um, 32 is not old. I'm really happy that, you know, 32 is, is on the older side for our team. Um, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a good time for a younger influx of, of players. And um, really excited to run with these guys. And 
Uh, yeah, I'll be drawn. You know, I don't have much experience in, in a lot of team formats. I do pair well with others, and um, I'll be pulling from certain experiences from Melbourne to sort of uh, get in the flow of things. Yeah, and let's not forget that uh, he's the gold medal winner. Yeah. No chance he was missing out on this team in my mind. Yeah, and he gets his nose right in the middle of big events in major championships. So he's a guy that I think is not going to let um, things intimidate him as far as Ryder Cup is concerned. I think he could be this next great Bulldog Ryder Cupper that we need for Team USA. Fourth in strokes gain total, seventh on the PGA Tour this year in scoring average. So a uh, really great ball striker and just an overall great player. Scotty Scheffler, maybe one of the surprises from some people. Here's uh, his thoughts on making the team. To get the call from Strick was amazing. Um, the last month, month and a half has been pretty stressful, just not really knowing where I stand and trying to play good golf with this team hanging over my head. Um, it's been a dream of mine since I knew about the Ryder Cup to play on this team and I'm extremely honored to be a part of it. And I know the the players and the vice captains, there's a lot of people involved in the process. And so to have the, the backing of the players as well is fantastic. And it gives me a lot of confidence going into the, into the week. And I'm really excited to just get out there and start playing with the guys and um, take the cup back, hopefully. It's a guy that hits it long, Bob, and he's uh, yeah. seventh on tour in birdie average, which is huge in a Ryder Cup. Yeah, and, you know, he's a guy that hasn't won. Out of everybody that's on the list, he hasn't won yet on the PGA Tour. But what really stood out was how he played in the World Golf Championships match play this last year. He lost in the finals to Billy Horschel, but he beat John Rahm, Ian Poulter, and Jason Day to make it there to the finals. And that's that's what really put him on the list. Last but not least, a guy that everybody was happy to see playing well again and making this team, Jordan Spieth. I really enjoyed playing it back in 2015. I thought it was just an awesome golf course. And obviously knowing the Ryder Cup was going there, uh, well, five years later at the time, I thought that was going to be a huge goal to get back there and and relive some good memories. And, and if it were last year, I may not have made the team. So in a weird way, I feel kind of fortunate that, um, you know, this goal was set at the beginning of this year for me. And it was kind of a lofty one. I had to make up a lot of ground after not having a lot of points the last couple of years. And, you know, just very very happy that coach Strick, uh, Captain Strick has put um, his trust in, in me. And, you know, I, I love, I love the Ryder cup. It's um, there's really nothing like it in our sport. Jordan Spieth, seven, five and two Ryder cup record yeah. and nine top tens this year, Bob. Yeah. And um, in 2015 at whistling Straits, he finished runner up to Jason days. So um, he's a guy that can fill it up. He can make a lot of putts and, uh, and, he rebounded with a win this year. It was a big deal and and a second at the Open Championship. No doubt about it. Grateful to have Jordan Spieth on uh, Team USA. There you go, your six captain's picks and what they had to say, their initial reactions on making Captain Stricker's Ryder Cup team. More thoughts as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it 
before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob Welcome back. Real Golf Radio presented by Black Desert Resort. Check out blackdesertresort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities available in an all-new, one-of-a-kind, one-stop resort that you're going to want to check out in southern Utah at blackdesertresort.com. Thanks so much to Jeff Babineau for joining us here in hour number one. You heard from the six captains' picks from their press conference from Whistling Straits. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two, we'll talk more about that. Also, Patrick Cantley winning the FedEx Cup. And the caddy will stop by and get his thoughts on this upcoming Ryder Cup. I'm interested to ask him about what makes a great Ryder Cupper, Bob. I thought that was yeah. a really intriguing thought from Jeff Babineau. Yeah, it's it's really kind of cool. Um, and it was, it was a great thought. Uh, you know, I think about, you know, my association with the Ryder Cup. I think about my dad and what he was able to do and the way he played the game. And um, that's what we need to find in our U.S. squad. All right, I need some help on defining what Billy Casper did as the all-time winningest 
player for U.S. Ryder Cup history. We'll get into it all in the back nine. Hour number two next right here on Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. As the self-inflicted crisis at the Mexico-U.S. border remains unresolved, the person in charge of the border crisis, Vice President Kamala Harris, is out campaigning for fellow Democrat Gavin Newsom because this is what's important to the nation. This recall campaign is about California and it's about a whole lot more. They're thinking that if they can get this done in California, they can go around the country and do this got to understand what's happening right now. What's happening in Texas, what's happening in Georgia, what's happening around our country with these policies that are about attacking women's rights, reproductive rights, voting rights, workers' rights. They think if they can win in California, they can do this anywhere. Well, we will show them you're not going to get this done, not here, never. Recall voting continues. USA Radio News. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans are now tuning in to Newsmax TV. It's one of the biggest media stories. Newsmax is available on all major cable systems. And if you cut the cord and don't get cable, you can still get Newsmax. Find it on your smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. Just go to your smart TV channel guide or download the free Newsmax app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, or TiVo. And 7 million people have the Newsmax app on their smartphone. It takes seconds to download it on your phone, and there's no paywall or subscription. So watch Newsmax for breaking news anytime, anywhere. President Trump says Newsmax is really good, and Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why tens of millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for breaking news. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Folks impacted by Hurricane Ida in the southeast United States continue to need help. Tim Berg reports on the suspected costs of Hurricane Ida. Hurricane Ida may cost upwards of $95 billion in damages across the United States. AccuWeather initially saying the cost of repairs could be as much as $80 billion. The agency saying the U.S. economy could feel the impacts of the storm for the rest of the year. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau... I'm Tim Berg. Roughly a quarter million people in Louisiana are still without power. As celebrities and leading Democrats are campaigning for recalled Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom in California, front-running Republican candidate Larry Elder was the victim of a racist attack in Los Angeles, California Wednesday. A white woman in a gorilla mask threw an egg at Mr. Elder, a black American. Gavin Newsom has offered no comment on the attack. Mr. Elder said after the attack he would not let these people deter his bid to save California. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. 
As the defund the police movement is being pushed by lawmakers in Washington, D.C., we are seeing the repercussions and lawlessness throughout the United States. Former acting Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf told Newsmax Tuesday criminals must be held accountable. This is about the rule of law, making sure that individuals that decide to break the uh, to break the law, that there are consequences for that. And so if you see individuals that are shoplifting or breaking the law and you're allowing them to walk away with no consequence, obviously that just incentivizes that type of behavior and you're going to continue to see this in communities across the country. So absolutely, they need to be held accountable. I understand the issue of not being able to prosecute everyone that breaks every crime, but you need to hold a couple of these people and make a, a, a target out of them uh, and to demonstrate to others that are going to do this that it, you have the chance of being caught, and if you're going to be caught, you're going to be prosecuted on uh, crimes that are low dollar figures or don't have any bodily harm to them. So that's why you see a lot of this going un, uh, unprosecuted. I think for the stores and for others, they're not they're encouraging their employees not to engage because of uh, the ability uh, or the potential to be hurt and the liability there. So I think it's a there's a multitude of different reasons. But at the end of the day, the, the police, the law enforcement of these different communities need to pick certain cases to go after and to prosecute. If you give a blank check to anyone committing a crime under a certain dollar figure, well, guess what? You're going to see those crimes increase. I'm Lance Prime, USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you missed hour one, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter. At Real Golf is where you can follow us along. You can also search Real Golf Radio or Golf Radio in any of your favorite podcaster sites. We're on iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, many of our affiliate radio stations, and all your favorite podcaster sites. So thanks for tuning us in and taking us along wherever you happen to be. Jeff Babineau joined us in hour number one. Still to come on the back nine, Hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll hear more from Captain Steve Stricker, as well as the six captains picks from their press conference earlier this week. And uh, we were uh, had a pleasure to be a part of that. And uh, excited to see this new team take shape. It's dominating yeah. a lot of our conversation, and we'll continue to talk about that. And you know what? I loved this comment from Tony Finau, and this is what the Ryder Cup is all about. Yeah, so I, I, was, yeah, I was with Jordan. We were standing on the green. Uh, watching him celebrate in 18. I'm sure he remembers that. And 
it's never a good feeling uh, losing and um, especially them having their home crowd behind them and, and cheering for them and things. So I remember that vividly. And at that time, I made it a goal to try and make this team so I can um, kind of return the favor. Return the favor, Bob. I, I love, love that, right? That's what the Americans need to do. Yeah, they need to return that favor. Um, you know, Hazel team was the last time we won. That was on U.S. soil. We didn't do so well in Paris, and now we have an opportunity to to win uh, here again and uh, and play well at Whistling Straits. So, um, you know, guys have had a lot of success there. Uh, Dustin Johnson, um, oh, just, uh, Jordan Spieth. Um, but, you know, it's going to be good. I'm excited to see how they play and, and what they're able to do. Bob Casper joining us, of course. Uh, my co-host, his father, Billy Casper, the winningest U.S. Ryder Cup player in history. I'm anxious to get more of your thoughts, Bob, on what made your dad such a great Ryder Cupper. It wasn't his only event, not an outlier like the European Tours. This guy's won three major championships and 51 PGA Tour yeah. wins, and yet he was super successful in his Ryder Cups. I think it's, what, it's 23 and a half points? Yeah, 22.5, points, and also he was a winning captain. 1979 at the Greenbrier. Yes. Yeah, very nice. So this is a guy who there were no captain's picks. You had to qualify, and you only got points for top tens. So it shows the consistent uh, high-level play that Billy Casper uh, participated at throughout his career to make eight consecutive cups under those parameters. Pretty awesome stuff. We'll get into it all next. We'll hear from more of the players, more of the captain as well as we continue getting you ready for this Ryder Cup. It's going to be fantastic. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things i've gone through and it worked i could see instantly and 12 years later i haven't had any issues at all i can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like mike weir bruce and boyd Summerhays, bob casper and me oh and mention real golf radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your lasik procedure do it now at hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you'd think chrome soft this ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Jaws Full Toe Wedge. Every shot in full control because it gives you the, uh, it's designed to give you control on all types of wedge shots from chips, pitches, flops, bunker shots, and full shots into the green. It's an absolute spin machine with full face Jaws grooves, offset groove and groove technology, and an all new raw face. Confidence and control come from a full toe shape and a specialized C grind. Check it out at callawaygolf.com. The new Jaws full toe. Really hope to be on that 2016 side of things where um, Phil Mickelson's pouring champagne in your mouth on the, while you're getting to celebrate with all the American fans. Yeah, that's exactly what Jordan Spieth is hoping and the rest of team USA and the rest of the American golf fans. We want to be celebrating with our boys there in uh, whistling Straits in Kohler, yeah. Wisconsin, Bob, this is a, this is a great venue. It should provide some interesting match play scenarios. And this is all set up for Team USA to win this thing. These, these 12 players are certainly um, capable of bringing back that Ryder Cup. Oh, no doubt about it. Um, you know, as Jeff Babineau was saying in, in hour one, yeah, the, their combined world golf ranking points is like... The average is not like a nine. The average is like nine. Yeah. Nine or something, almost 10. Well, when all 12 so, are under 21, that's that's yeah. pretty darn good. That's that's crazy golf. And so now these guys have to step it up and play that way. And, you know, with Europe, Europe likes coming in and being the giant killer. And I think this year they're going to have to really be the giant killer because um, a lot of feelings are that these guys are fed up and tired and they're ready to go and they're playing some great golf. And hopefully they're going to be making tons of putts because there are a lot of guys making putts right now, too. So it's going to be exciting. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I just can't wait for it to start. We've talked a lot about the picks, the six picks. We've heard from those, and we'll hear more comments from those players coming up. But, you know, there was also the uh, the, the good part. Of, of course, the captain gets the to make the phone calls for those six that make it. But there were a lot of others he had to make a phone call to and and deliver the bad news, which is a difficult thing, especially for a nice guy like Steve Stricker. Here's what he had to say about that. Uh, yeah, good question. I, I don't know if I counted them up. I, count, uh, I called a lot of guys. I felt like um, they deserve hearing it from me. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, 
you know, throughout this whole process, I was keeping in touch with, um, you know, 20 to 25 guys uh, throughout this whole deal. Um, I probably called another uh, five or six guys, I think, uh, just to, just to touch base with them, to let them know where we stood. And, and um, yeah, and those, you know, some were easier than others. Uh, again, some of them were pretty difficult, but, and the difficult part is, is I feel like I'm friends with a lot of these guys and, and to tell them that they're not part of something that, you know, that they are dreaming to be a part of is, is pretty difficult. So, but all in all, it went pretty good, I thought. And, um, you know, I left the six of these guys for the end so I could end on a high note. And, and um, that, that part was very special. Yeah, that was uh, sorry for some of the audio that breaks up just a little bit there yep. on our Zoom call and, and uh, press conference. But Steve Stricker talking about the difficult tasks there, Bob. You know, I was glad to hear him say it was difficult because he's friends with a lot of them. And you would expect nothing less from a guy like Steve Stricker. But I'm also grateful yep. that he didn't just go with the friend network, the good old boys, if you will. He actually listened to, uh, you know, some of the statisticians they're working with. I assume that's part of the old task force group that, that mm-hmm. was made up, as well as his assistants to put together the best team, you know, not necessarily necessarily just his best friends for this event you know some of those guys he had to make phone calls to are patrick reed webb simpson and those guys of course have have been stalwarts um on uh you know Ryder cup teams um then you, you know you got a, a guy like jason Kokrak who's a winner sam burns who's a winner billy horschel who's a winner kevin kistner who's a winner kevin na who was a winner those guys all had to get phone calls and say, sorry, um, you're not going to make it this time. Yeah, you were really high on Burns and Knock last week coming into the picks. You thought they would, yeah. they should, or at least one of them ought to get the nod. They went with Scheffler. Uh, what, what's your opinion about the guys that were left out? Do you, would, you, would you have done it differently? Well, I think it's difficult to uh, put Patrick Reed in there. Um, you know, he's a guy that flew across the world to, to play in the Olympics. Um, but it was put. It was difficult to put him in there simply because he was out a couple weeks because of his ankle, and then he had double pneumonia. So you don't know. You don't really know as far as his health. It, you know, is he gonna is he gonna be at the top of his game when he gets to the Ryder Cup? Um, you know, a lot of uh, you know a lot of being on the team might spur him on to be um, a really really good player. But I just don't think um, he was the pick, and I said so last week. Webb Simpson. Tough to put him in there. He's not playing well. Um, he played well a year ago. He would have made the team. Jordan Spieth probably wouldn't have made the team. So, um, yeah, I just didn't see him doing that with Webb Simpson or Jason Kokrak. Um, Sam Burns I was high on. Um, he's had a phenomenal year on on the PGA Tour this year. He has a hot hand. Um, and then um, Kiss just won. Kisner just won. Um, also, uh, Kevin Na played extremely well this last week. But some the golf course for those two guys, Kissner and Naw, didn't set up for him well because this is a golf course where you're going to need to bomb it. So you would go for Scheffler and the bomber over maybe even Kiz and Naw, who were just so good around the greens. Yeah, Scheffler the bomber, especially with, from the standpoint of his match play and what he did earlier this year in beating those top players. All right. Well, you mentioned Patrick Reed. That certainly was a hot-button topic, and uh, his Steve Stricker was asked about that phone call for Reed. Um, yeah, Patrick Reed, uh, that was a very, very difficult call. Um, kind of lost sleep over that one, just trying to, uh, you know, he's a tremendous competitor competitor he he brings a lot to 
uh, match play golf. You know, his record here at the Ryder Cup is is pretty darn good. Um, yeah, so it was it was a very difficult call. Uh, it wasn't an easy one, uh, but I think it was just the uncertainty really of his health um, and really the lack of play that led to our decision uh, down the stretch. And all right, so that was the the comments there from Captain Stricker. Yeah, you know he mentioned the lack of play and uncertain health. Is, were those two easy outs, or do you think that had he been healthy and playing, he was no doubt a member of this team given his record? Yeah, I think he would have. Um, you know what, seven, four, and two. I think in his Ryder Cup previous Ryder Cup appearances, he's he's made a lot of points for the team. Um, and you know, Patrick Reed is one of the guys that really um, can stick a needle in in you as far as gamesmanship is concerned. When you're playing in this type of format, I think it was just simply the standpoint that his health was not good and um, they didn't know how his play was going to be in in about a week and a half. Well, it is interesting. I mean, if you want to consider all factors, he did have some controversial things coming out of Paris, yeah. didn't p- play particularly yeah. well, didn't appreciate being uh, split up from Jordan Spieth when Justin Thomas made the team and those two played together. So, yep. you know, I, he he has a reputation of stirring some things up. There was a an article that was came out on, you know, I think it was Bob Herrig on you know, about, you know, Jordan Spieth, or excuse me, Patrick Reed liking some of the negative comments towards Stricker about not picking him, you know, so that, that that's interesting. I mean, look, it, it, is that kind of stuff helping? I don't know who runs his Twitter account. I don't know. But uh, regardless, I, I do think he was one that has made himself a little more difficult to pick. And yet at the same yes. time, we are searching for great rider cuppers as Babs talked about. And Patrick has shown that he has what it takes to be that great rider cupper. So I just happen to think of this, Bob, if Ian Poulter, okay, and we've talked about Patrick mm-hmm. Reed being the U.S. Ian Poulter. If Ian Poulter was questionable about himself but thought he'd be ready to go, let's say even four years ago, you'd pick him, wouldn't you? I mean, you wouldn't say, oh, we, yeah. we don't want to take a chance on a guy like Ian Poulter. You would take the chance. So to me, there's a little bit more to it than just questions about his health. Well, and after the last Ryder Cup, I think it was I think the thinking was if he makes the team he'll be on the team but you're not necessarily going to take him for a captain's pick after stirring the pot like he did last time. Okay. So Patrick Reed with all the great play but still has to earn it because of the other things that go along with it. I don't know. It's interesting. Let's know what you think at Real Golf. Love to hear your thoughts on Patrick Reed not being on this team. We'll take a short break when we come back. America's favorite caddy stops by. Always love the visit with the caddy next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. When it comes to major championships, WGCs, or PGA Tour events worldwide, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. And that just gets me fired up every time to welcome in America's favorite caddy. He's been doing this for over 20 years with us here on Real Golf Radio. Yo, caddy! It's that time of year. It's, 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 there's some good stuff going on. Oh, in the man. Golf world. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's been great, hasn't it? And it's about to get greater. <laughs> I like that. So, are you saying that the Ryder Cup is the greatest golf event in the world? 
No. Oh. I just said it's going to get great. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's start with the first great with the Tour Championship wrapping up. Patrick Cantley capturing that event plus the big prize in the FedEx Cup. Well, what was your thoughts on how that all broke down? And, boy, it was exciting golf. There was some seriously high-level golf with Ian Rom down the stretch. That was impressive. Uh, those, those guys going at it, the, the playoff, I mean, it just looked like this guy was going to win, that guy's going to win. Cantley was, was – uh, he just had an amazing putting week. He had the speed just down flat. It was incredible putting. And he kind of kept it going. And, man, a couple good weeks. He had a good career in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> he, he did. Hey, how about um, – sorry, Bob, real quick. How about the way they chewed those, that 18th hole up? I mean, are you kidding me? They made that thing look like a pitching putt. We talking? We're going back to Caves Valley now. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Oh, I'm talking East Lake. East Lake. Seventy second oh. hole. I mean, they both well, just absolutely destroyed the drive. I think they were hitting what seven Bob irons, hit five iron, and he hit six iron. Five and six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they both and they hit it both right at the flag. It was incredible. Yeah, if you rock a nice draw off the tee there, you've got a pretty severe downslope. If you get there with any momentum, remember Rory McIlroy either last year or two years ago, he drove it all the way through the fairway and then hit that beautiful, beautifully topped shot into the lake. <laughs> so he he actually hit it many yards faster than they did off the tee. So that yeah. was uh, – but, yeah, it's uh, it's still – it's a tough shot if you're on the downslope. It's no bargain. And uh, But, boy, I, I didn't see – I actually was driving and uh, lost all contact of footage and stuff and – but I, I guess Rom almost hold his second shot, he and then did. Cantley. I mean, Cantley hits it eleven feet, twelve feet. That's probably yep. the best shot of the week on that hole. Uh, boy, impressive stuff. Yeah. Do you do you, yep. do you like the format of the Tour Championship? Do you like how a guy can start a, you know, that far ahead from the year, and uh, and then not necessarily play the best golf of the week, but still win? I think it's just it's a tough thing trying to have something happen at the very end that determines that it's supposed to reflect on the entire year. It's just you can't really come up with a formula for that. Golf's not really like that where you'd have, you know, unless you had a year-long match play tournament, um, you know, that ended like the Super Bowl ends. But it's uh, – I do like – I didn't like the uh, the way they started it with the strokes first, but it is it's certainly galactically easier to keep track of than the points thing. Right. Now, nobody ever knew what was going to happen with points, and the stroke the strokes things works works out nicely. So, and look at the uh, look at the results. It's uh, it's yeah. hard to argue with Rom being there. I mean, how you know? Come on, Rom should yeah. be there, and and Cantlay played spectacular golf recently, so. JT was up there that, you know, it, it looked pretty good on the leaderboard to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, it did seem to sort out the guys that have been playing well all year. You're exactly right. So, I again, 
I'm sure there's some things that could be better or different or what have you, but at the end of the day, it provided some serious drama. It was, it was terrific to watch and, you know, it, it kept your interest at a time of year when, you know, a lot of people were checking out, you know, watching football and not necessarily paying attention to what golf was doing, including some of the best players in the world. So, all right, let's move on to Ryder Cup. We're just a couple of weeks away. We know what Team USA looks like. We just saw the Solheim Cup and what do you know? Team Europe just rose up and made pretty much everything and then defeated the ladies uh, from the USA. So that was a little bit of PTSD to watch. And I'm just wondering, I'm curious what you think. We can talk about the captain's picks, but generally speaking, you know, what can any of these guys do? What can these captains do to try to flip the tide of the Europeans showing up at this? Oh, it's Ryder Cup. That's right. This is where we make everything. I don't think this is going to be the year for Europe. I just don't. No, don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen. No. Well, the Ryder Cup's amazing though, but, um, I'm sure it's a shame about, um, it's too bad that Patrick Reed just had bad timing on his, uh, you know, getting sick and then Mm -hmm. just look, I mean, it's a, I agree with the choice that Stricker made. Um, you, I mean, he's Patrick Reed's a great Ryder Cup player, but you can't just hope that he's going to be back in shape in a week. Golf doesn't usually work like that. Right. And of course, Brooks Kepka being the mystery is kind of a big deal. And that could, could that get Patrick Reed back on the team? I'm mm. not sure. Maybe. Jeff Babineau wondered the very play. thing. Yeah. Yeah. We talked yeah, about the very yeah. thing. Yeah. So keep, keep practicing Patrick every day. And, but, uh, all yeah, right, let me, it, let, let me, let me inject something yeah, here, yeah, Kent, yeah. Real, real quick. So Bob asked an interesting question in our, in our discussion. What, what constitutes a great Ryder Cupper? And Babs brought this up and said, look, Patrick, Patrick Reed is kind of our first great Ryder Cupper since back in Bob's dad's era, you know, when you had, you know, Billy Casper and then you had Lanny Watkins and some of these guys were their best event was the Ryder Cup. And Europe's team, Europe seems to be filled with players who their best event is the Ryder Cup. So what makes a great Ryder Cupper? Well, that's probably silly. It's just when guys play well and win. But and 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 what of these guys? How what of the guys on this team might have that uh, whatever in them to become U.S.'s next great Ryder Cupper? You got to have a little hateful street fighter in you. That's what you need. You need a little chip on the shoulder. You want to go. You want to go hurt somebody. I mean, that's 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 kind of how, Europe. Europe takes it personally, right? That's their big deal. They take it personally. And so I think, I think that's the way they get past the pressure of it. Um, it's easier to deal with the pressure of it when you're not expected to win. And they win like 25 Ryder Cups in a row, and then they come to the next one, and they're underdog. How, how does that make any sense? Yep. But it's all, a mental, it's all a mental game, and they play it really well. Um, I do – I understand that Europe has a big anti-rookie thing, but the U.S., has had more success with rookies. And I kind of like the fact that we got some sort of young guys on the team, but Scotty Scheffler had a funny, funny line. We're thinking of Scotty Scheffler as being a young guy. He's 28 years old. Right. And he's saying he's, he feels like he's not a young guy at all. Um, now granted two years ago, he was getting through the corn Ferry championship to get back on tour. That was only two years ago. <laughs> so he's come a long way in two years, but he was always that good a player. He, He's one of those guys who maybe you're saying, well, he it just you knew he was going to perform like this. It was just a question of when does he get out there. Um, 
I think it's, I think it's now I, I will say something for setups. Interesting what they've done at Whistling Straight. I was going to ask you that about that course setup. Yeah. So I'm going to describe it as they kind of hazel, they kind of hazel teamed it in, in, in that you used to have the ball used to miss a green and run off quite a bit at, at Whistling Straits. Now all the, we've got a light cut of rough right to the collar of the green. So when you miss a green, it's going to be just off the green, not in a bad lie, chip inable, easily up and downable. And then they've widened some fairways in some spots. So I think it's kind of playing to an aggressive, long hitting kind of a player. That's, which is kind of what we did at Hazleton. So well, and that's, that's, that's and, the, the tweak. It, yeah. And that's what Captain Stricker talked about in his press conference with his captain's picks. You know, a lot of people asked about a guy like Kevin Na and how, how he's played so well lately um, and why pick some of the other guys that, that he has picked. And he said, listen, the golf course, the golf course lends itself to a long hitter. So those are the guys that we're putting in there, the guys that are playing well, that hit the ball long, and um, Kevin Knob was left out because he's a shorter hitter, or maybe even a Kevin Kistner because they're a sh- they're a shorter hitter. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's not the best fit for those two guys, who are obviously great players, and Nas playing really well. Now, Nah, see, but what's interesting, both Nah and Kistner are those feisty street fighter guys mm. too. Oh yeah. So you're kind of missing, you know, you're missing that, but it is it definitely lends itself to a, a power hitter who's aggressive. I mean, it's, it's Scotty Shuffler's wheelhouse. That's how he plays golf. I mean, it, it yeah. should be right at his wheelhouse. You're going to get probably normally this time of year, probably the best weather of the year up there in Sheboygan, beautiful Sheboygan. And, it's fun to um, say too. Or, well, it's colder really, but you got to say Sheboygan when you get the chance. Sheboygan. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Here's here's my here's my two uh, players that I see with that attitude. I'd like to say Brooks Kepka, but I think he's I don't know. He, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't know. But Morikawa and Shoffley to me, those are the guys mm. that I don't want to see chasing me down or staring me down when I'm trying to to win a golf tournament. Those I, those two guys are they're not afraid of the moment, and that's not to say that other guys are, but it just I mean the way Morikawa handled the PGA, I mean driving that green, making the eagle putt, taking a golf tournament that was just sort of hanging out there for the taking, I, I, and his ability to make putts. I, I see both those guys as potentially just awesome rider cuppers. I don't think Morikawa would be scared of Jason on Friday the 13th. <laughs> there it is. I don't think he's scared of any. He's not scared yeah. of anybody. That guy. Yeah, yeah I just, just hope he yeah. I hope he has the ability to to play a little bit better than he has the last two or three weeks um, as he goes into the Ryder Cup. Hey, man. He is going to step it up. When do you see Colin Morikawa not step it up? Yeah. He'll step it up. It's, especially in a big situation. That's what I'm saying. Correct. And yeah. his chance to be part of this thing um, – I mean, he had a, I don't remember off the top of my head, but at Cal, I mean, he led that Cal squad, right? So, and that wasn't too long ago either. So I, 
I don't know. I, I like both of those guys. I think Scheffler's great. I think JT and Spieth are going to be a great pairing together. You know, to see them. And Tony's proven himself to be a great Ryder Cupper in, you know, just one event as a rookie when the rest of the team was getting trounced. He was out there winning points. So, you know, uh, I, I think Tony goes about it a little bit differently. He's probably one of the, you know, sort of nice assassins, not necessarily the, the mean ones that, that might be super intimidating. You know, he'll shake your hand and then he'll, he'll, he'll beat you up. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't lay burger a little more quiet that way too and uh, I think Bryson's got something to prove he had an awful Ryder Cup you know in France I think he's he's got something to prove this this year as well well you look at the guys so Berger Berger's not going to be afraid to mix it up with anybody he'll jump into no. the ring yeah. Beats are sure is like that Kepka's like that Bryson's like that big time Bryson wants to find or he, he either he wants to go mix it up or it's going to find him one or the other yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you got a, you got, and they got more Kawa, who's pretty tough, and and um, yeah, I, I don't know about Sheffler, I don't know him at all, but I know, and Tony, Tony's got the perfect physical game for that course. I mean, it's just right up his alley. He can get up there and rip that driver, and he can make a bunch of birdies. And I just think, you know, you look at on there's a there's a a line that Longer said when he was the coach at. Oakland Hills, I think it was, yeah. It's bad memories. I try to block them out. But um, one of his lines was, you know, on paper, we can't we can't win this match, but it's a good thing we're playing on grass. That's what he told his squad. And Europe's going to need to use that line again this week, but I don't think it's going to pan out that way for him. The most impressive part of that so. whole thing is, is that Longer had a memorable quote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can remember one thing longer has ever said. It all sounds the same. It just kind of like is the Charlie Brown want with teacher thing. Oh. I, I got I got a longer quote for you. Okay, so, wow, two two in about, one night. Yeah, I've got two two in one night. So asking him about the long putter one time and and it, how you, you can't anchor it to your body. And he looked at me dead serious and he said, "Mark, for as long as I can remember, my hand was anchored to my body." <laughs> I thought that was a good one. And did you say, <laughs> I'll be back at the shoulder? <sighs> I said something in German that I can't repeat. Oh, but... gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Good times, Caddy. We appreciate you joining us as always. Good to be with you. And uh, we'll, we'll do a more deep dive into the Ryder Cup on our preview show coming up next week. Can't wait. Yeah, well, and, and Caddy's going to be in Kohler this coming this weekend when the team's showing up for their first couple of practice rounds. Yeah. I'm excited to hear his report. Yeah. And by a second, will, uh, will you? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> buy us a hat while you're there. A hat. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll go to my, Hey, save big money at Menard. I'll be there. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks Gaddy. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll come back and wrap up the show. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today.
I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. This segment brought to you in part by our friends at Black Desert Resort. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out about the brand new golf, full golf destination in St. George, Utah at Black Desert Resort, a Tom Weiskopf Championship Design Golf Course, 36-hole putting course, uh, practice facility, pools, uh, water slides, lazy rivers, pickleball, tennis courts, restaurants, shopping, dining, the whole works right there at Black Desert in, next to Entrada in St. George at blackdesertresort.com. All right, Bob, uh, again, thanks so much to the caddy for spending some time. We talked about quite a few things there, and one of the things he mentioned is what is it that makes up a great rider cupper? What are some things that you learned from your dad or you remember your dad sharing or even maybe some things you observed that you would say, hey, look, this is the kind of thing that makes, you know, a great rider cupper. Well, I think first of all and foremost is you ha- the player has to have heart, um, especially and patriotism as far as the team and their country and all that kind of thing is concerned. Um, that was that was first and foremost 
um, with my father. Then, then there's certain things you can do in match play and how you team with your partners, um, you know, in, in best ball or four ball. Um, you know, that's an all out, go after it, get after it, make lots of birdies. Um, you know, give yourself multiple opportunities of two players on each green putting for birdies. Um, sometimes have the guy that's a little closer putt first. Uh, so you have two shots at it before, um, your competitors and, and hopefully get the ball in the hole first, um, to put pressure on them. Um, and that's the thing you got to keep the most amount of pressure Mm. on them as possible. Um, in, in, uh, uh, alternate shot or foursomes competition, it's a little bit less, um, a little bit less go after it, but still, um, keep the pressure on and consistency. Keep, keep your guys, keep your, your team in place. So you're not giving up, uh, stupid holes to, uh, dumb numbers and that kind of thing, not taking too many chances. Um, and then, uh, and then most of all in singles, just, uh, just go out and, and try to, try to get out to a good start, try to get out to a good lead to begin with. And with, and if you don't, do everything you can, dig down deep, everything you can to flip a match um, and gain a point or a half a point because every point or half a point is vital to win. There's no question about it. Yeah, really good thoughts there, Bob. So one of the interesting questions Steve Stricker was asked about, you know, whether they use scouts, which is this statistics uh, group, to, to take a look at a variety of things. And so when Stricker was asked how much he relies on them, this was his answer, and I want to get your thoughts. Kind of interesting. We we rely on scouts. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of old school a little bit. I, I I'm trying to uh, feel like stats have a, a place in part an, an important place in our in our uh, you know Ryder Cup selections and pairings and all that. So I, I struggle with that personally myself. There's other assistant captains that kind of help me along with that, that feel like it's uh, more important, less important. We got a good mix of guys that way. But um, yeah, we looked at all that. We looked at their stats. We looked at how uh, pairings uh, going forward could be made with these six guys that we picked today. Um, yeah, we, we, we look at it all. We have long conversations uh, with my assistant captains um, trying to make sure that we're going to do the right thing and pick the right guys. So uh, we use, we use all of it to tell you the truth. And, and a lot of it is gut feeling as well. Um, you know, I know a lot of these guys, I know what they bring to the table. I know what they're, what they stand for and how they uh, want to be a part of this team in, in a big way. And I know how they're going to act. Um, and I, I think that's uh, uh, a, a big deal and big part of it as well. All right, there you go. So it seems like, yeah, hey, look, we rely on stats, but I don't know. I struggle with the relevance of stats. I'm more of a feel, gut kind of guy. But, hey, I've got assistants that think it's important. Nah, some of them don't, but most of them do. I, look, he, st- <laughs> he said earlier, this is not a knock on Stricker. It's just um, this is my read on it. He said earlier he wants to out-prepare the other team. So they're utilizing all of these things to try to gain an advantage. And he talks about how these stats will show what are the pairings and what who would pair well and various things. Right. I do think that is an area, because going back to your comments a few minutes ago, 
You got to know when to be aggressive. You got to know when to be a little more conservative. And in that alternate shot, it seems like the script is written. Europeans hit the fairway. The Americans bomb it way past them, but they're in trouble. The Europeans go ahead, knock it on the green. Now the guys, the the Americans are scrambling to try to get it up there somewhere on the green. And it just almost seems easy for the Europeans while it is always a a challenge or a struggle at, it seems for the Americans in that format. And so, I love your comments, and I think that's where Stricker's got to go, look, here's my gut, here's what I know about these guys, but statistics would suggest this, so let's utilize what we have. Uh, what, what's your feel, statistics versus gut? Well, I was first of all, I'm going to say that um, I liked his comment when he said the six guys that they, that they picked were pretty easy picks for them. Um, because they fit whistling straights, that's the stat part, because of their demeanors, that's the gut feel, and how they act on and off the golf course and in the team room, that's the feel for Stricker. So I think I think he's combining all that kind of stuff together. Now, the other thought I have is, you know, uh, I, I played over in Morocco many, many times in the uh, Hassan Trophy uh, tournament. We played with Europe, against European players, um, and and guys that were Ryder Cup vice captains and all that kind of thing, they have a playbook that they go by with their teams and their their players. And that playbook allows them to put the best players in the best positions so that they can maximize out their points. That's what I think they're doing with these stats and with with his feel and with his vice captains is they're, they're creating a playbook very similar to what um, Paul Azinger did that allowed the U.S. team to maximize the points and, and to be able to win the Ryder Cup. So I think all those things are happening, and I think it's, it's a combination of all those things that's really going to help Steve Stricker and the U.S. team this year win the Ryder Cup. It's interesting because I, I would think a lot like Mike Tyson. Look, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the nose, right? And yeah. I, I think the U.S., look, we got Tiger Woods, we got Phil Mickelson, and we got Jim Furyk, and we've got, you know, all these great players that are winning major championships and dominating golf 50 weeks a year. But this one week, the playbook is sort of outdoing the giant. And, and for so long, it's like, hey, yeah. we're just, we, we've, got, we've got more firepower, we got a bigger punch, we're going to win this thing. And it hasn't happened. And so... I'm glad to hear that they're utilizing all of the information and resources available. Yep. We'll see. Does this make a difference? I don't know. Zinger seemed to have it figured out in 08. Nobody seemed to want to listen to him again. Hopefully some of that has bled into this, you know, for sure. All right. Uh, this is – sorry, do you want to say something? Well, I was going to say it was really uncomfortable. I saw the other night when, when uh, Phil Mickelson was sitting, uh, you know, after they lost – there in in Wales, and he said nobody even talked to us about pairings and stuff like that against Tom Watson. You know who oh, was the captain at oh, the time. Yeah. That was very uncomfortable watching that interview. And I I think the other thing is they're taking all these guys and bringing them in together, the top six, and said, okay, of these guys, who do you want to play with? Um, and and they're they're going to do the right thing as far as. Uh, groupings are concerned as far as team competition and play is concerned. Having the players buy into the process is a big part of it. And I think that has definitely been a missing piece. Well, the thing that you don't want to have go through is, you know, what the players went through in Paris. And I thought Jordan Spieth 
summed it up pretty pretty nicely. Yeah, as Tony mentioned, it was awful on that green. Um, I don't know of many sporting events where you have to stand there and afterwards and watch after you've lost. And uh, I've done it twice now uh, in Glen Eagles and then in Paris and then been able to be on the good side of it um, as well. So uh, it's a very defeating feeling. Um, we, you know, you, you just have to stand there and watch it. And um, and then you're kind of just want to go back to your team room and, and decompress. Uh, so it's one of those where I remember, you know, walking off that green thinking, you know, let's, let's not go through this again. Uh, All right. Jordan Spieth, not wanting to go through it again. It, it is a bit heartbreaking. You know, yep. he said it's defeating uh, and you have to stand there and take it. That definitely leaves an impression. Tony mentioned it as well. It can't happen, Bob. The U S has to win on American soil and then figure out how to return that favor on a, on a road game. Yeah, it's all about fire in the gut. It's all about um, wanting to win no matter what. All right. Well, I think they have the fire. It's can they execute. I think that's what it comes down to. Final thoughts coming up next. Thanks for joining us. It's been a fun show so far. A little Ryder Cup preview edition. More next week as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby casbyrealestate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com.
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. It's been a fun one, and uh, this is my favorite message so far from Tony Fino. Yeah, so I, I was too. Yeah, I was with Jordan. We're standing on the green, uh, watching him celebrate in 18. I'm sure he remembers that. And it's never a good feeling uh, losing, and um, especially them having their home crowd behind them and, and cheering for them and things. So I remember that vividly. And at that time, I, I made it a goal to try and make this team so I can. Um, kind of return the favor. Yeah, he wants to return the favor. That's exactly right. We want that cup <laughs> back here. Tony, Jordan, team, yeah. let's go do it, man. Uh, team Europe, by the way, is not yet finalized. When he's referring to them, there's still right. some players to make it. The European Tour still wrapping up their race to Dubai, and captain's picks are coming from Harrington, huh? Yeah, BMW Championship this week in uh, England. Four will qualify for the European points list and five from the world points list, and then we'll hear their three captain selections coming up all right well it should be fun a couple of weeks away more Ryder cup talk coming up next week as well thanks to the caddy thanks to jeff babino for stopping by follow us on twitter and uh for bob casper who's dead billy casper the winningest u.s Ryder cupper in history i'm brian taylor we'll see you next week thanks for joining us each and every week right here on real golf radio if you miss something from today's show you can find it now on iheartradio talk that's iheartradio.com slash talk